Gonna start recording the podcast three seconds ago. Welcome to the Connect the Dots Gambling Podcast with me, Andrew, my dad, Mickey. How are you doing today, sir? Uh, fresh off a of colonoscopy, feeling great. It's a little spry. <laughs> All cleaned out. <laughs> Four feet of hose up the ass. No, Feels uh, good. Four feet. I exaggerate. Well, I mean, you're probably actually not far off. Not far off. I don't know how far you got to look. I don't know. Enough to be careful, I suppose. Um, what's the What's the age recommendation? 40? 50, if 50. you have a history. Do we? Grandma, if it ever comes with grandma, they had colon cancer. Ah, okay. And her sister had esophagus cancer, which hmm. would be an endoscope and colonoscopy. So for me, directly linked to Liz... Every five years. Gotcha. gotcha. But I look good. He's everything looks good. So when should I go? 50 or should I go sooner? You know, Sass Googs, probably 50. Right. You know, whenever it makes sense. But, you know, and when you're thinking about it, doing it, you know, you have to have the mindset, you know, early detection. Sure. You yeah. don't want to catch it late. No. Late, late you don't want to catch it late. Don't want to end up bagged. No. no. Andrew, I think you got to check and see when you're 40. I think I have... I see. That's what I was thinking, Rose. Oh, well, you know. need advice from your doctor. We'll consult the doctor. Is Gugliotta your family doctor? Uh, I went and saw him a few years yeah, ago. Considering your doctor. But I, don't, I, don't, I don't go to the doctor regularly. Again, All right. We digress. We digress. Yeah. Go see your doctors. Go see your doctors. Yeah. Early detection is key. And I think it is like Cancer Awareness Month or something like that. Well, of course it is. I mean, it wouldn't be the show if we didn't recognize Cancer Awareness. November, you know, no shave and and really putting uh, men's health in the forefront. (laughs) Yeah, we had no clue. No, not a a clue. This week, how'd you do? uh, Oh, let's look back. Last week, how'd you do? Well, I think it ended up being 11 and 8. Yeah. Oh, and I, I should mention, if you're listening to this, you haven't heard last week's yeah, podcast. Whole, sorry I, about that. I forgot to post it, so I'm going to drop both of them. So if you're a true degenerate or connect the connect the dot pod podify. You'll have a two. You'll have a two for... You'll have two that you can binge through. You can listen to me and my dad talk for two straight hours <laughs> if you really wanted to. One hour being bets that already happen about games that already happened, so the analysis is going to be right, update. right. But fruitful. Eleven and eight last week, and included nice. a four-team parlay that only consisted of three unders and an over. After we explicitly swore, swore off. off parlays, but the blackout when you're again you cross the state line, the blackout's just inevitable. It's a, it's a slippery slope, and I, and I hate the slippery slope <laughs> argument. It's used for all sorts of things where it shouldn't be. But you do one parlay, you hit it. You know you're doing another parlay this week. I don't know. I do too. I doubt it. Uh, again, I think things will be different when we're in Ohio. I think the decisions will be crisper. Sure, there'll be a lot more. I think you can only take so much with you in the car to the butcher shop. Sure. Oh, and I bought thirty dollars worth of brisket. The guy was smoking <laughs> out front, and he got hit with some brisket. So, again, one of our kind sponsors, and we'd like to thank him, Palumbo's Meat, out there in Pennsylvania on three hundred four. <laughs> Thank you for your patronage. I just go to like a little soccer field and make my bets. <laughs> the pedo field. <laughs> so you can gawk at kids playing oh, soccer. Oh, it's horrible when there's kids there. Like, I yeah, just got to like, ah, get let's in there as quickly as hurry. possible. I've got no kids. I've got a mustache right now. It's right. all bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, it came out strong on Monday night. There you go. Right, hit three out of four plays yeah. Monday night. Were you brave enough to take Commander's money line, or did you take the points? No, I did. I money line first half, yeah. eleven loaded up. The only thing I missed was the over or the mm-hmm. under. I went under and it went over, but yeah, yeah. So ten to win fifty on the money line. Nice scoop, scoop, nice. score. Shout out to Taylor Heineke and the commies coming through, staying, staying in the mix the in Manders. that division. The Manders. Um, yeah, my week was okay. Started off really hot, cooled off. Six and one, one games. o'clock. Right. Yeah. Oh, they're shitty. The four o'clock games yeah. are shitty. Yeah, it was bad. Usually so. when the Raiders play. <laughs> That's the truth, man. It's tough. Lost to Jeff Saturday. Did you see him getting crushed? Like, dude's just taking shots at Jeff Saturday left and right. Like, getting all indignant and self-righteous. Well, I think rightfully so. Do you? Well, Steve Smith, I mean. Well, here's my thing. Bill Cower, analyst for CBS, I think. Just absolutely crushing Jeff Saturday. Disrespectful of profession, no experience, waltzes in, gets a job. Hey, Bill, how'd you get your fucking analyst job? Huh? What uh, what local broadcast were you on before you got the CBS gig? 
But I get it, right? The argument being, you know, it's one thing. I get the plane, center, <laughs> key position offensively, sure. understand the game, all of that. I can't get past the whole. It's just weird to the do front it. of the line white guy stuff. It's weird. That's to do what it bothers mid, me. Season, and I get the white guy stuff, and I'm typically, there's, it, it's typically true. You know, minorities are just not treated well in the NFL. No, the that's a process. fact. Like it's been proven. It, yeah, it's, it's a proven. fact. But this is typically the job that minorities get. The like, hey, we're going to give you the interim job, knowing full well we're not going to give you the actual head coaching job. So that doesn't sit with. So me you're as saying bad he doesn't? He's not a head coach next year, is what you're saying? He might be if they win six games with him. I mean, I, I don't see why you wouldn't run it back. Well, uh, we'll you, see. Were you shocked to see Matty Ice? I didn't see any announcement, any lead up to that. I heard uh, inklings throughout the week that he was starting to take reps with the first team. He was the first one out in warm ups. He'd been warming up with the with the first team center. So even though they didn't come out and make like an official announcement, it was all kind of trending that way. Again, if you're going to try to get your first NFL win, not being a head coach, you had your decision between Matty Ice yeah. and the kid from Texas. Sure. Toss out noted dual threat quarterback, Matt Ryan, who busted out a 39-yard <laughs> scramble. It was the slowest scramble i ever seen. I was. He's not Peyton slow or, or Tom Brady buffled. slow. He's pretty fucking slow. How about that pass route Brady ran? Yeah, that was horrible. Oh, that was bad. Dude, that, that slip was a, and fall. That was a 45-year-old Don't break your hip. Right, don't break yeah. your hip. Hit your life alert. Yeah, yeah, for sure. What is that? Is that the heat that just kicked on? Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be a noisy background. <laughs> Into the furnace. Um, I guess we should talk about this week, huh? Yeah, and that'll kind of guide our discussion. Tennessee Titans, Green Bay Packers, Titans coming off a dub, and another classic under by the Titans. Uh, and Green Bay getting a big win, finally coming alive a little bit. Yeah, and that's um, one we had last week, right? It definitely was on Green Bay. I sniffed that out against Dallas. I was wrong about Tennessee. Oh, you know what? I went the complete opposite way because I had loved Dallas so much, even though you told me Green Bay. I was like, I'm still bad. Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was one of my losers. Old Bear, take a seat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, um, this, this fucking guy. I'm taking so, the Cowboys. I already have Green Bay. I delayed it three and a half, which I don't like it on the other side of the half. Mm-hmm. I see it at three right now. Yeah, and that's what I had it listed when it opened. And this is, again, it's in Green Bay. Here's the issue. And again, this is we're recording this on Thursday at 7.30. The game's going to kick off in 45 minutes. Um, Tennessee plays really fucking good defense. Like, really good. Like, elite run defense. And the Packers, that's kind of what they're the the best at, I put in quotes, because they've been bad at pretty much everything all season. So I do think it's a bad matchup. Being a short week, being in Lambo, I think they have that working for them. But man, that Mike Rabel guy, man, he can fucking coach, huh? Well, you know, the defense, I'm going to pull up real quick and see what kind of injuries they're looking at. But sure, again, do. you know how I feel about product. And again, I get it. And finally, I thought Green Bay did what we have been saying for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. If you're deficient at the receiver spot, run the ball. You have a tandem mm-hmm. of running backs. I felt like they did that. I think he only threw like 19 times or something minimal like that. Uh, just a precursor. There's 29 people listed on the Titans uh, injury report. So I'm seeing cornerback, cornerback, D back, center, D back. a lot of secondary Cornerback, cornerback. Yeah, for sure. Cornerback. I, I don't know who's playing cornerback. They, they, they may support the run well. Uh, but this is a situation here again. You know, here's how I like to do my picks. And I would have done a better job. But last week, I waited till the end of the week to go out. Sure. And then on the ride to PA. You're, and again, you're an early bird gets the word. Right. Well, no. And part of that is I don't want to take things and put it in my perceptual screen so if you listen to radio or somebody's commentary mm-hmm. you know i'm still upset that i switched my bet from tampa bay to seattle yeah my bad on the way to <laughs> pennsylvania i put on Colin cowherd's blazing five to validate my thought process plus a random guy at the poker table said chicago was going to destroy detroit well you always have to like, so uh, no no i just go anytime a stranger gives you a pick right. unsolicited right you make that and bet. after i ran by i said i, yeah. I said i'm gonna bet washington no. the money line the guy scoffed at me now i understand the guy's a complete idiot you know so keep your advice to yourself sir so when i wrote these down again i used the uh against the spreads to guide my logic so new york giants tennessee seven two against the spread so automatically automatically i go the other way then i just open up the phone to see who they're playing 
So that gave me Green Bay tonight. Um, and again, that's just against Tennessee 7-2. When you think about it, it was a flea flicker play or it's a 10 game. What a flea flicker it was, though. Like, it's the best flea flicker run well, you have Derrick Henry. Yeah, you're because the yeah, you're coming up. respect. Yeah, you're coming up. Yeah. You're, like, uh, okay, you're, you're right. But now. again, the Broncos also like elite level defense. You know, the Bronco. Did you see the stat? Like, if the Broncos have would have scored 18 points in every game they played this year, they would be eight and one. That's how good their defense is, and how bad their offense is. But their offense can't even get to 18 points. And think about the strain that puts on that defense. If you put that oh. in true perspective, that's uh, the best defense in football this year. There are reports that Russ is like yelling out wrong audibles and things he used to do in Seattle, and nobody's like, "What the fuck does that mean?" That's not the verbiage we use here. Like it's just, <laughs> it's just it's like I miss Pete. As, as I bad, miss Pete. As bad as the Raiders have been, I think the Broncos have been equally as inept. I guess the only thing they have to hang their hat on is, like, we're really fucking good at defense. We just can't do the rest of the show. So are we transitioning to the Denver-Vegas uh, game? Isn't that up next? Oh, we can. Why not? Segue. Yeah, it's well bounce around. Yeah, that was completely unintentional. I forgot they were playing each other. So you uh, have arguably the best defense we just said. We connected great the dots. Defense. Because they're on the field more often. Yeah. Because their offense doesn't score. Right. So those are empty possessions where yes. you have to get back out there on the field. Sure. Play your ass off. So arguably, I'm saying they're the best defense in football with one of the worst offenses. Raiders, coincidentally, have the worst defense. Worst defense in football. Worst defense. Can't stop anybody. <laughs> so Max Crosby accounts for 70% of our Sacks. 70. And you're supposed to have a bookend. Who was the guy that Chandler coming? Jones. He fucking sucks. And he used to feast. Yes. He hasn't done anything. He's been I don't even want to say stout against the run because you could run on us, you could throw the ball on us, you could do you could do whatever you want. Uh, it's been a wildly inept season, and I can't believe I'm going to watch every single minute of this football game. And where's it's it going at? What's torture. the line? Uh, it's in Denver. The line is two and a half. Broncos are favored at home. Wait, I crossed it off my list because these are two of the worst covering teams in football. Over under 41 and a half. So I crossed them both off. They're both three and six against the spread. So why yeah, bother betting? You it? shouldn't bet this game. No, don't bet this it. This is this is deep water degenerate. You have a problem territory if you're betting on the Broncos. Because I can make an argument either way. You can argue either way. You either know, way. They, like if the Broncos were going to move the ball at anybody, it would be this team. And if Denver's going to hold somebody under twenty, it would be this be team. A, yeah, yeah. So just don't, don't even worry about it. The cat has no respect for your notepad. Oh, he has respect for it. I think if I fits, I sits. The cat credo. Elsewhere on the schedule, um, let's just bounce around a little bit. Commanders at Texans, your squad coming off a big win, short week. Did yeah. you know Taylor, Taylor Heineke buys the offensive line's Jordans after wins? He buys himself Jordans. He bought the offensive line Jordans as well. Well, it's $100,000 every time he wins. In midnight green. Bonus. He gets 100 k for every win? Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, it's it's a contract thing that you start in the sure. you Sure. I'm, know, I'm he, aware of contracts. <laughs> <laughs> so for him, that's he indulges himself with a pair. So if he's up and it's to the offensive line, well, good for him. And they typically do have some sort of, if you beat Green Bay, they're green and yellow. Yeah. You let the fans pick them the other time. and yeah. then uh, So we got some Yeah, midnight, he would probably be coming strong with some sort of Philly colors so, on this. three-point uh, the text the three point road favorite the commanders are they're going to Houston Houston's bad you know just not they're not like they're really bad at run defense and they're just kind of like bleh, everywhere else they can run the ball a little bit I, I I think it sets up I don't have it on my list yet but if I don't have enough favorites I'll come back to the commanders and, why is and it why is it only three though. Don't well, it's the like road. Think about it. It's six, honestly. It's the road, but it's Houston, and they literally just beat the best team in football. There's a natural letdown. Let letdown, for sure. You know, okay. so you would expect, you know, that intensity. However, I don't know if you stayed up and watched the post-interview with uh, Scary Terry and Scott no. Van I love Terry, though. Very, uh, very interesting the way he worded everything, but answered the question. You know, what was the question posed? Like it, about Taylor? Yeah, where, yeah, exactly that. You know, who, in your opinion, should be the starter and why? Mm-hmm. You know, so he said, yeah, I think we can win with either quarterback, honestly. That's the best answer. But then he went down the path of what, you know, Taylor brings in terms of energy and, you know, everybody roots for him. And there's just, yeah. and then you see the plane right back where he got chained up. He did like his knockoff Kirk Cousins. Yeah, and the, thing. Minnesota was pissed. Rightfully so. Biting their steeds. Well, yeah. 
I don't have this listed, but again, if I don't have enough favorites, I'm coming back to Washington. Okay, um, so we'll put we'll put a star on Washington. But more I, interesting, I, I do that. want to talk about this schedule real quick because sure. this is one of my future plays. And, and I told Rose this. I said, if I had said to you, Commanders you know, has a better chance of winning eight and a half games. Would it be mm-hmm. the Las Vegas Raiders or the Commanders? Yeah, it would have been the Raiders. Think, yeah, exactly. Yeah, easily. Exactly. Now yeah. I'm sitting at the Commanders. They have the Texans, so they're sitting at five wins. Win. Let's say six. Atlanta next. Win. That takes us to seven. Then we get the Giants twice within three weeks. The fraudulent Giants? With the bye. So we go Giants, bye, Giants. Think about that. That's what we a, can that's do. That's a weird schedule. Let's Dude, say split. Let's say you split we, that. We play the Giants twice in three weeks. We'll say that's a bye. A split. We'll I love a it. A late bye. I love so it. Eight I, wins. We're already at eight. Yeah, I think we get there. How about that? That would be a Jake. And then we got we finish with San Francisco, and then we come and that one's gonna be we tough. finish with the Browns. Mm, I don't know about that one. Uh, and the Cowboys. Browns. Cowboys. Split there. Nine win. Nine win. Could beat the Cowboys again. The NFC East beats up on. Honestly, I think we have a formula now, and you know how I feel about the Anaconda. Was there a better illustration of time and possession in a game plan? No, that's how Ron loves to play. Suck the life out of you. Get a lead. Sit on the ball. Suck the life out of you. It was insane. It was. It was two to one. So it was everything bounced our way. Well, that might be a nifty underplay then, right? Both these teams are run first teams. Both these teams, actually, I don't know how your run defense is. I think we established middle of the pack, probably. I um, think, although you know, I think they're tougher to run against. And I think you have to a, account for that we're getting chased like back. like your linebackers right? that can tackle. Well, Holcomb hasn't been there. So that's, you know, yeah. Jameen Davis really stepped up with yeah. the shank play. What did you think of that? Where he pulled the face mask and got the fumble? I, I didn't, I didn't see it. I was, uh, what was I doing during that game? I don't know. I missed large chunks of it. Call of Duty came out, so I've been doing that a lot. Kind yeah. of nostalgic, you know. It, it's weird. This is this is probably where I feel the oldest is video games. Because I was thinking back my heyday. You know, I was in high school when the first Modern Warfare Two came out. So that's me and the boys tossed the headsets on, you know, and, and my friends were, were pretty good. I, w- I was okay to below average, but, you know, I could keep up enough. And now it's like they do some crazy shit in these games, man. <laughs> the reactions just aren't, aren't what they used to be. I oh, suppose. no, yeah. I yeah. I hope I'm still not paying for my I Xbox won't play, I won't play sports games against other people, strictly against no. the computer. Yeah, I'll you can't. Run off you can't. Right, yeah. It just isn't fun for me. You can't even be above 500. Yeah, but call it's it's been fun. I, I enjoy Call of Duty. Um, but I think, I'm, I think I like the under here. These are two kind of ball control, hold on to the rock, limit the possession type teams. And I would be surprised if both of them got to 20. Maybe Washington gets to 21, but I don't see a pass for Houston to score three touchdowns. Well, I, last week over and unders were 7-7, seven and seven, so, you know, our leanings typically are unders. If you get a leaning, I think you've been pretty Embrace correct. Embrace the unders. Somewhere. Yeah, it's, it's, been, under. it's been revolutionary. Under 40 and a half, and I love those low ones. I hope it goes down to 39. What else we got here? Uh, let's stick in the division. Philadelphia at Indianapolis. We already talked a little bit about Jeff Saturday, so he gets his first real test. You're a home dog against the Eagles. Seven points is the spread. 45 and a half is the over-under. How do you feel about the home dog in this spot? How do you feel about Jeff Saturday trying to collect his second win as a head coach in the NFL? Well, for me, the chagrin of Bill Cowher. For me, prick. If, if, if Philly has to lay 14 with Houston, 11 with Washington, how do we rate Why down to seven? What's the under on that? Let's get that on the sheet. The over-under is 45 and a half. So I'm going under okay. 45 and a half, and this is just fresh off this take, just simply because we don't understand the seven, right? You would automatically default to Right, why is this 10 points? Right. You just gave an in-division team 11. Mm-hmm. And now you're going to say, oh, Matty Ice plus running back effective, and we're what? We're going to beat Philly back I don't know, so stay away from the line. I guess jump on the under. Bet the total. Bet the total. Carolina at Baltimore. This is, I believe, our largest spread this week. 13 points. The Ravens are favored. Um, 41 is your over-under. I think we're getting Baker. I don't, I don't know if that's 
accurate or not. You're seeing 41. What site are you going off of? Caesar Sportbook. All right, because when I wrote these down again, I do this early in the week just because, you know, like draft day, I don't want to change my mind. I had it written sure. down as Vontes 43 and no matter half. what. 43, eh? Yeah, which immediately, you know, I'm on the under train. 41 and a half, so that's just shaving I'm two still points on off. the under. Because it's because uh, following our rule, that's a double-digit spread. I'm betting the under. Well, and it leads me to believe the public must be there with us. Baltimore's coming off and the, the money. Right? They didn't play last week. I think that's accurate. I can tell you. Carolina, Last week's buys were played like dog shit, if I remember correctly. Bengals, Patriots, Jets, and Ravens. Okay, yeah, that was right. Uh, yeah, Carolina is just—they're just not a good football team. Simple as that. Um, Thirteen is a lot of points, though. I don't know. Baltimore, do you have Baltimore's against the spread record? Or could you get uh, it? Yeah, I can quickly? get it. Do we know how Baker typically, Robbie, would would he be typically playing the Ravens well? He played him twice for how oh, many years? Oh, that's a great question. Robbie, how, how did Baker do against the against the Brown, or against the Ravens? I, I um, tend to think there were some big wins. The Baltimore Ravens are 4-4-1 four, four, and one against the spread, and a lot of that had to do with the mm. defense, which we think is vastly improved. They got Roquan. You love Roquan. Well, I think it immediately paid off. I'm telling you, it Perfect different. Raven. And now he's got a bye week of practice under his belt. Not that he needed it. Not that he needed it. He, he just, just goes out you. there. You're, yeah, you're an instinctual. If you're a tackler at that level, if you led the league or in top one or two over six-year span, that's more instinctive. That's just football knowledge and acumen that just leads you to the path that yeah. I'm going to tackle you. Georgia Bulldogs, they can play defense, man. Yeah, running backs too. Running backs and defense. Do you think uh, – Speaking of Georgia, do you think Kirby Smart can is like setting Georgia up for like an Alabama type run? Not like because what Saban's done has been unprecedented. It's been what like a decade of straight dominance longer than that. Yeah, it's uh, if you date it back to whenever we started the football playoffs in college. Yeah. Bama's always been Yeah, there. if you were born, and you, they would have always been in the playoffs. You would just automatically think this is just a foregone conclusion yeah. that you pencil in. It probably is for the rest of our lives because now they're going to expand it. Yeah, 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 they'll always be so, in there. So it could be 25 yeah. years straight of Alabama in the college football playoffs. It's completely unheard of. Well, it should be changed, but okay, whatever. You're going to outpay everybody. That's fine, but you're going to have teams like LSU now and other teams, I think, would – Deion Sanders is doing his revolutionary. Coach Prime, he's going to get a big-time job, and it's going to be... Well, you know what they should do, honestly, is take all the black athletes to all the black schools and be like, fuck Whoa. you. Segregation? Is that well, what you're advocating no, for? No, I'm saying take take, take the <laughs> no, money. I, I right, take the I money and just saying. go this direction because you would have all the power. Yeah, but all the money's already in other places. He's going to get a big check from somebody, and he's going to take it. But I do appreciate the sentiment of trying to... Uh, Bolster those historically black colleges and universities. Why not? Yeah, it's a, it's a great idea. Because think about the marketing now. Who mm-hmm. gets more, I read more clickbait or open more clickbait about Dion's team and his son. Really? Yeah, I, I don't know why. I'm just drawn in. Huh. They broke into his truck outside the facility. <laughs> I was like, come oh. on, people in Mississippi or wherever the hell he plays. <laughs> He's in Mississippi. Or Coach Prime. Um, I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, he wasn't happy. No, that makes sense. Um, did we did we pick this game? We just said under. Did you did you have an inkling as far as Carolina or Baltimore? You know, again, I, I'm I'm real big on the whole analysis. Now. a lot, a lot. And again, I can't get past the fact that we know you get 12 or 11 possessions each offense. So that's 22 mm-hmm. possessions in my mind. So you know, I don't know what you get with Carolina. I don't know either. So I that's the point. I, I don't think any point production. I take the under and move on with my day. Yeah, and that's where I was at. Just the under. I don't like it as much as I did when it was forty three and a half, but it's still on my list. Um, and at twenty two possessions, that's one point nine seven points per possession. My own analytics. Sure, manalytics. <laughs> Old barolytics. <laughs> Oblytics. Uh, Jets at Patriots. Minus three and a half is our spread there. 38 is the over-under. Very love low those. total. I love low totals. Yeah, it's it, both these are on my list. I, I'm going Patriots minus three. Ooh, stunning. And I'm going under. So that's a two-play game for me. New York Jets at New England. So I've kind of, I, I thought New England was going to be just like straight dog shit all year. Uh, and they haven't been. The defense has been playing well. Belichick, obviously a good coach. The offense is still pretty inept. Um, it's weird. I, I 
tweeted the other day, the, the Patriots offense, like, near the bottom in a lot of categories. So, like, the Josh McDaniels move has sabotaged the Patriots, made them worse, pulled off the Devontae Adams trade, has made the Packers worse, and has also made the Raiders worse. He's crushed three franchises this year. That's it's very impressive. There must be some sort of... He must be an evil man. There must be something. <laughs> I don't know what it he is. He might not be a good human being. Derek said he loves him. Devontae said he loves him. Mark Davis gave him a vote of confidence. Said he's doing a fantastic job. But how do you take a guy that throws for 5,000 fucking yards and now I'm not going to hit my fucking over? Because I don't know, man. I don't know. Insane. I can't explain it to you. I could argue all last year that your guy was a top 10 quarterback easily. He was top six. He was great. Nobody wants to hear it. He was great. But now, when I look at the stats and as I want to do, I'm like, oh, this sucks. I'm not going to hit the 4,400 yeah. yards. It's really it's really sad. His average passing yeah. yards have plummeted. They broke him. They made Derek cry. He was crying at the postgame press conference. His mascara was running. His mascara was running. He was real sad. <laughs> Um, I also, what'd you say? Patriots, you like the favorite there. Yeah, I like the favorite. Um, I have four favorites, three dogs, and a shit ton of unders. I don't like that it's a three and a half. I don't appreciate that hook is what I'm looking at. You got it at three? Is what I wrote it down as three. I, you know, again, I haven't placed these. I'm going to make these plays Saturday when I'm I would I would have liked three a lot more. Game. I'll keep an eye on that one if it moves one way or another. Detroit at the fraudulent New York Giants. The Giants are a three-point favorite at home. Over-unders 45, uh, 45 even. Um, Giants, thoughts? Do you also feel that they're fraudulent or you believe in what they're doing? They play defense, they run the ball, and that seems to be a formula for to hide a bad quarterback. Yeah, uh, Lions, take the three and a half. Take the points. Take the covers, take the points. I mean, you know, the expectation last week, you'll get some knock on golf, playing outside, can't throw the ball, outdoors. California guy. Yeah, just, you know, struggles. When he goes on the road, he's horrible. And he did nothing but pull that team and galvanize it last week and win. You know, so I'm getting on the Detroit side just simply because I hate the Giants, and they're 7-2 against the spread. All right, I could do a spite bet there. 7-2 against the spread. I'll do a spite bet. There's only two teams at that. Now, again, think of how many teams are in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So you have two at 7-2. and two. Then at the very bottom, you you have something similar. You have two teams, a 2-6-1 and one, and a 3-7. and seven. So that's your bell curve. You only get yeah. two on the extremes. Mm-hmm. So if you're on the other end... You know, I'm dragging you towards the middle. So gotcha. in this case, the Giants can't keep this against the spread pace. And I, I don't think their football warrants it. No. And I still think you get the halo because, oh, it's the Giants. As hard as it is to win when you yeah. bet Kansas City and Buffalo, equally some of these teams that we think are fraudulent, I think Vegas has somehow overinflated it because of that hangover of, oh, they've always sucked. They're not really that good. And everybody's waiting for the shooter drop. I think Detroit can yeah. get under that number. And that may be wrong. It may be a giant seven-point seven win. I don't know. I think the the Detroit, the, the bloom has fallen off the rose on Detroit as well. Um, you know, you kind of get the hard knocks boost at all oh, the Lions. They're like, oh, wait, no, they're still shitty. They're still Lions. So I think you're finding more value there as well. Although three, I would like to see that number creep up a little bit. Yeah, I'd like to be on the half side. Yeah. Three and a half is much, much more agree. attractive. I'm still probably taking it at three, but that hook would be nice. Rams at Saints. I am fed up with the Los Angeles Rams. I'm not watching them. I'm not betting on them. I don't want the fantasy players on my roster, except uh, Higby. Somehow I acquired. He was just hanging out out there, so I snagged him. I dropped him. What? You love Tyler Higby. I did early. What happened? I got the Dolchich guy from... Oh, you fell in love with the, the locks. Hair, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you gotta have a can't, guy with long hair. I mean, can't come fault on. you there. If you're gonna play tight end, you gotta you have a flowing locks, there. or I can't get behind you. Um, the Saints also kind of suck. Um, it's in New Orleans. The line is three. Stay away, game. Thirty-nine is your over/under. That's probably an underplay for me, but I gotta be careful. I've already got four unders on the board. I think it's a stay away. I don't see the sense in backing anybody there. I think Dalton's still still the starting quarterback. We don't know if Stafford's going to play. I think he is. But do they have any receivers now? Oh, yeah. Cooper Cup's out. So, I would say more targets for Allen Robinson, but they don't they don't throw him the ball. Yeah, they don't like him. No. So, more Higby and more Ben Skoranek, I guess. Skoranek. Um, no running backs to speak of. They can't run the ball at all. 
just a complete uh, complete nightmare for the Rams. This is probably one of the worst Super Bowl hangovers I've seen in a while, right? I know sometimes some teams shit the bed, but this is... They might not make the playoffs. Yeah, and you'd probably find me on record saying, you know, why not bet them to win the Super Bowl again? You know, and I sure. could not have been any more wrong on just my they assumptions. Three and six. That's just that's just no bueno. Yeah, and it's not even like uh, they've earned that three and six too. It's not even like bad breaks or something. They're just not playing good football. Um, so you're thinking stay away. Yeah, I don't feel good putting money on either one of those teams either. Um, if you force me to bet it, I'd probably take the Saints and lay the three points. Um, and again, I'm kind of floating around that under. I have to look at the rest of my cards, see how it shakes out. Bears at Falcons. The Falcons are a three-point favorite at home against the electric Chicago Bears. QB1, Justin Fields. Might lead the league in rushing. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Again, I don't understand why the Bears don't play better defense. I think, obviously, if well, you trade trading guy, away some of your best defensive players isn't going to help. I guess. But, was, you know, I, I, I think there, you know, I'd probably roll with the public. The Bears burned me last week. I'd probably mm. tend to lean yeah. Bears. However, I I don't have it as one of my plays. I think you can get better plays. I mean, there's a lot of, like you said, when you looked at it initially, you're like, wow, a lot of a lot of tight spreads. Nothing that's really going to be over the magical yeah. numbers. You get your threes, your sevens. You know, there's only one really obtuse number, you know, the big 13 with Baltimore. Mm-hmm. So I think if, you, you know, you had to, Chicago, but it did not make my list. I like Chicago in this spot. Um, and, again, I'm, I may just be, like, slightly too attached to Justin Fields. He's my fantasy quarterback, so I've got this Bears fascination it's a Bears. working. But it's just a really fun offense to watch right now. Like, he is dynamic. Every week, at this point, you expect him to bust a 50-yard run, and it doesn't look out of place. He looks freaking awesome. And we said before too, when you look at it, you know, a coach utilizing his player properly yeah. in a way that makes sense. Yeah. Again, I don't think you have Players to get to make the point. Plays, yeah, exactly. Play to your strength, and if that's your strength, and secondarily Lean behind that, it. yeah, it should open up his passing game. I'd like to see him spin it. And it has. Some more chances. He can spin it too. He's got a really pretty deep ball. He's got to let go of it. He can Just let go of it. it. Just let go yeah. of it. Don't worry about the picks. You know, Taylor throws some picks that make zero sense. And you didn't watch the whole game, but there were throws that you just don't sure. make. Yeah. You just don't make. And if you do make it, you don't lead it to that side of the hash or, or vice right. versa. Um, but you don't want to play in scared. Just spin, yeah. Take the bat off your shoulder. Fuck sure. it. Swing. Fuck it. Yeah, if you're going to go down, go down. Fuck it. Spin it. They think you're running. Just fucking let it go. And it might be a product of those receivers don't get the separation. Mm-hmm. So that's the lack of comfortability and that's confidence. True. Yeah. So maybe he gets a little more work with, with Claypool. Just throw it. Um, I, I like the Bears plus three. I think I might take that as a dog. i got to work some favorites in here soon. And I think I got one coming up. Let me put Chicago on here. You mentioned taking the bat off your shoulder. It's a little different now in baseball because everybody strikes out. But do you have like a guy that leaps to mind from like late 90s, early 2000s-ish that like struck out a ton, but they they hit fucking dingers when they made contact. High strikeout. Yeah. High production home runs. Yeah. I think you would look at a lot of those, you know, home run hitters back in that era, and you'd find that they had a lot of strikeouts. One of my favorite, Adam Dunn. The big man from Cincinnati. Adam Dunn. Big country strong. Yeah. Country strong. Big he up and down swing. He, he would strike out a lot. He was massive. Yeah. He was an absolute giant. Yeah. He was one of those fun ones to, to have around. Uh, country strong. Remember the swing kind of looked up and down. It was weird. Yeah. Because he was so fucking big. Yeah. 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 Anyways, Adam Dunn popped in my brain, so I had to had to share it. Bengals at Steelers. Bengals. Four-point favorite. On the road, over-under is 41. Uh, Why aren't the Bengals favored by more? Is it the T.J. Watt effect? I don't know. I'm betting Pittsburgh. Really? Yeah. You hate the Steelers. (laughs) Well... Again, I, I, I'm comfortable that I'm going to win my, my future play, that you know, Penn State's going to have more wins. So I still don't think they get to eight wins. I think they finish somewhere around six wins. So you got to chalk up a few more wins for this Pittsburgh club, right? You can't discount his body of work. I think it does matter when you get a guy back that is the heart and soul of your defense. Everybody we, plays we did, a little better. We didn't talk about it last week because I, I wasn't paying attention to it. But as soon as I saw T.J. Watt was back, I did immediately bet Pittsburgh. I'm like, oh, that's going to be 
that's going to be a win. It's it's jarring their record with him versus without him. Like it's it's pretty substantial. Is it really? Yeah, he, he's the most significant player on the team. Well, it makes but, the team around him better, so you you can't discount the you know point total value that that brings it in. I don't have a thought about the over and under. See, I was thinking about betting the Bengals here. Why wouldn't I want the Bengals only laying four? Cincinnati typically gets the favorable lines or six and three against the spread. Maybe that's the thing. It's like, shit, they cover a lot of spreads when they're explosive. They're explosive. When they win, they win big. And I think when they shit the bed, they shit the bed. They did have that weird game against the Browns that they got. No, I think, again, I I think we said it, and I think everybody felt it as well. You get your best defensive player back, and your best offensive catalyst is gone. (laughs) You're not going to get a Joe Mixon five-touchdown game. Remember, I was saying Joe Mixon was sucked, and yeah, yeah, yeah. the other guy named PJ in the backfield that's not PJ, Samaj PJ, PJ, and then he scores five. As soon as I say he sucks, he's like one, two, three, four, five. Um, But you know, Steelers sitting there with three wins, familiar, familiar with the system, played them a bunch of times, kind of know them. So it's one of those dirty, muddied up games. The over and under forty-one. So I expect it to be competitive. 21-14, how do I not benefit from that extra half a point? That's just where I'm at. Hmm. All right, maybe I stay away because I don't like Pittsburgh as much as you do, and I like Cincinnati, but I might leave that what one What did Kenny P do last week to hurt himself? I'm going to pull up his know. stats. I'll take a look at my yeah. tiny-handed quarterback. We already talked about Raiders-Broncos, so we don't got to spend much time there. Oh, if I would have to bet that, though, you would like the the Raiders, or don't they own Denver? Typically, yeah. Or in, I shouldn't say typically. In in recent recent history, we've done well against uh, Denver. So yeah, if you did have to bet it, two and a half. But there's no way you could just feel good about betting on that Vegas team. They're, they're the can't through zero picks last hey, week. Zero touchdowns. Look at him go. So keep be rating of eighty. Up. Right, and Najee sucks balls, so... Jalen Ward might be better than I him. told you. This is going to be another one. This is another Austin Eckler. He might be better He's than like, him. that's not the best running back. You yeah. have. Use the one that's better. He's going to take care of the ball. Tony Pollard is very clearly better than Ezekiel Elliott. As I do bust on Najee, he did rush for 99 yards last week. He did have a long of 36, so in all fairness to him, Najee, I will take that back, but you got to play better, man. I'm coming down the home stretch in fantasy. I need yeah, you. come on, Najee. Najee, I need you, baby. Yeah. Let's go. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Cowboys at Vikings. This is going to shock the shit out of you. Cowboys minus one and a half on the road. 47 and a half is your over-under. That feels like an overplay. What's going to shock the shit out of me? Are you taking the Cowboys? Or are you taking the Vikings? The non-covering Vikings? I'm on the non-covering Vikings. Man, they got to cover right some point. Because it's 8-1. We never cover, but we do exactly the opposite. Thank you for getting that miracle touchdown against Buffalo. That was fantastic. That was so juicy. Um it's like, such a small line. I'll take the well, Vikings, too. What's the yeah. first rule of thumb when you're thinking about betting on Minnesota? What do you need to check? When are they playing? When do they play? Four o'clock. Well, that's that's not prime time. Nope. America's so, game of the week, though. I think we're comfortable there. I get the Vikes at home, get the uh, the horn sounds. The mm. best receiver in football? <sighs> I mean, come on. Some of those catches in that Buffalo game. It's hard to argue. Fourth and 17s. That was, come on, I man. think that was the best catch this season. When it mattered. Yeah. Pickens had a really nice one this season. But, yeah, it's it's really tough to argue against Justin Jefferson. He, he's probably number one, I would say. Um, so yeah. that's, that's man, fair. I get the Vikings plus plus points at home. Dallas at Minnesota. I'm also taking the over. That feels high scoring to me. And I, I think there was something that they can learn from Green Bay and apply it. 47 and a half. Don't you love yeah. it when you have a better quarterback and you ask him to do a plays in his strength and it backfires and your team gets fucking beat? I love it. Yeah, what the I fuck? love it. Because you weren't <laughs> losing when you asked your quarterback to not do anything yeah, don't crazy. Don't do shit. Don't do shit. Don't do fucking shit. Dak, let's hit fine. these 40-yard seams. Watch out for the guy underneath. Oh, you didn't see him. Oh, fuck. That was costly. People are starting to turn on Dak in a, in a big, bad way. So, I've got three underdogs a bunch of unders and one over we might have to work in some favorites here and we only got two games there's some, to there's do. some favorites coming up I, I think we can get behind the next two that you like mentioned. Kansas City at Los Angeles yeah the I'm Chiefs there laying five let's go yeah if it's five I had it seven if it's five that's Whoa. a gift 
Seven. I liked him at seven. I love him at uh, five. I love him at five. KC minus five, writing it down. Over under 52. That's massive. I can't seem to get a feel for primetime games, so I'm probably not betting the total there, but I will take Kansas City laying the five. This is probably the big Kadarius Tony game. Um, no, me, Cole Hardman. He just got put on IR, so this is going to be big time Tony running all over this Chargers secondary and Chargers defense that really can't do anything. Derwin has to kind of like do well, a lot of stuff. Well, they do it in spurts. They did get Khalil Mack back. Love him. Khalil can't Mack. discount yeah. that. Sure, he's awesome. Uh, so they play in spurts, you know, and, and the Chargers won me money last week. They did what I thought they would do. You know, that, that number seven and a half, I don't know how they arrived there. I'm like, that seems right. And they get beat by six. <laughs> so I was able to sneak that W in there. So, you know, I'm a closet Chargers fan. If I had to root for an AFC team. You just love Herbert. I, it could have been. He could have been a Washington commander. Guy. Fuck. He's got those dreamy locks again. And long hair again with you. <sighs> yeah. Size. And, uh, and there's no real home field advantage there. No, the no, it's going to be mostly Kansas City fans. Patrick's probably having an MVP season that nobody's talking about. No, nobody wants to. It's boring. Then they're done that. It's like when Carl Malone gets the MVP because you don't want to give it to Jordan again. Like give it to Jordan again. The postman did deliver though. If you look back at the numbers, that was a fraudulent MVP. Carl Malone should have never been MVP of the league while Michael Jordan was playing basketball. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> as good as Carl Malone is. Right. I'm, like, that's just it's kind of hard to counter that argument. Fucking, yeah, it's just fucking stupid. Like, you could argue giving the MVP to LeBron for, like, five straight years, and everyone would have been fine. Um, but it's a real thing. Voter fatigue. Writers just don't like voting for the same guy every year, even when you can. Monday night. San Francisco at Arizona. I cannot wait to bet on the 49ers. I see it at 8. Yeah, I had it at 7.5, and, and they're on my list too. So my favorites are Green Bay tonight, Patriots, Casey, San Fran. Mm-hmm. So those are my four favorites. My dogs are Lions, Minnesota, and Pittsburgh. That gives me 7. Um, I like the under in the Baltimore-Carolina. The under in the Bills-Browns game, and that was before it was moved. Mm-hmm. So I, I might oh, have yeah. to reevaluate we we that. Uh, we didn't talk Bills-Browns. We saved that for last, so let's C- come back yeah. to that. Caesars doesn't have a line on it, so I'll, have, I'll rely on you for that. And then I like the under in the Pats. You, you love those 38 numbers, so I'm under I that. Do. And what do you think about the oh, over right Raiders in Denver? Can you imagine? Yeah, I mean, if there was ever a week Denver's going to score... We don't have any linebackers that can cover, so your tight end should be running running free. Um, we don't have any corners that can cover. We also don't have any safeties that can cover. Uh, we can't stop the run, and we don't generate any pass rush. So. Over. Over. It's one of those low can numbers that we can get over. Score on Denver. That's the, that's the rub. I, I, I think so. I think the emotional outpouring, the asking of players to come together and step up a Fuck. little bit. I'm going to get reinvested. I've been trying so hard to detach and, like, not care, but it just fucking doesn't work. God damn it. Well, and the one thing, too, when I look at... All right, I'll bet the over in that game. That's something to root for. Points. Overs and unders. Uh, there's an anomaly here that, you know, I wanted to look at real quick. An anomaly? I think like so. Like a ghost? No. Mm. Um, you don't watch Ghost Adventures, do you? No. Here's the thing, gang. And guys, you got to believe this. You're going to hear me preach this Why we do this podcast. The bell curve. How many teams in the NFL? 30? 32? 32. 32. 32 teams. The top end of the bell curve, as it relates to overs, is six. So... The highest number of teams that have hit over six. We've been saying unders all year, right? So that's not sure. surprising. So you're saying teams that have hit the over. There's the high end of the bell curve is six. Six. There's one team in the entire 32 teams that's covered the over once. Denver? Denver. Denver. One in eight. So I don't even care about anything. All I care about is this can't happen. If you look past that, there's one, two, three, four, five teams that have been over at least twice. Mm-hmm. So the anomaly being, you're one of 32. You don't fucking fit any subset. This has to be like over. eventually. You have it has to, to be over. Like, they'll has just to keep be. creeping that line down and down and down. That's your over. Yeah. All right. I'll put it on there. So I got one spot left. Cleveland at Buffalo, which is in Detroit. I see it at Bills minus eight. Over under 49 and a half. 
What are your What are your thoughts? What are your feelings? As soon as I saw that it got moved, I checked the line. It was eight and a half on Yahoo, and now mm-hmm. it's seven and a half. It's, it's all over the place. So, if you like Buffalo at home, I guess that would make sense. Eight and a half home, you get your crowd. You can take some of the crowd out of it. Will they fly the fuck out of Buffalo to avoid the six feet of snow? I don't can think they could. Yeah. Or would you? Would you want to come home and have to dig out? Right. So I don't know who shows up at that game. People in Michigan. It's here's the thing, dude. Think about this. This is a home game for the Browns. I wonder what they're charging ticket-wise. This is a home game for the Browns. Let me walk you through this. Connect the dots right here, right right now. Great. Finally. Four-hour drive. That's not bad. Pick up a bag of weed while you're there in Detroit. Sure. Just walk in. It's legal. Just fill your trunk and come back. So I think it'll be a Cleveland home game. I'm calling it. And that's probably why I went to 7.5. Who's traveling to that game? Folks from Cleveland. Right? Folks from Ohio. I can't leave Buffalo in six feet of snow. When all my back. shit's going to get buried <laughs> in snow. <laughs> like, I don't even know if I'll be able to see my can't house. can't get into my house to feed my dog. He's going to starve that to death in there. That being said, I mean, I'm rooting for the Browns in a big way because I just want to see the Bills go under 11 and a half. Are you rooting? So are you thinking Browns money line? No, I'm thinking I'm not betting the game. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a coward. I think I'm a coward. Um, you know, they didn't make any of my lists. They're not on here in, in any shape, form, or fashion. But I do think this sets up uniquely. Uh, again, if you like the prime numbers, get on the other side of seven and a half. It might be a six-point game. The Browns peak when you expect them to fail. Mm-hmm. And they they fail when you expect them to succeed. So you can never get a read on the Browns. And again, I'm kind of closet rooting against the Bills. Mm-hmm. And I don't watch every play of the Bills game. The one thing I do notice is you can't sustain third and eight, third and seven. I don't think so. Unless you're Washington. You weren't aware they they converted so many third downs the other night. It was insane. Josh Allen has kind of regressed in a weird way. He's throwing a shitload of interceptions again. This is like early Josh Allen before Brian Dayball fixed him. He's throwing a fuckload of interceptions again. I think it's like six interceptions in his last three games. And some of those are unexpected in crucial situations. Yeah, like red zone against which the is Vikings. Odd, yeah. Which is odd. Yeah. Because you had that team put away. Sure. That team was put away. That, that was a good night. Yep. You know, then you got to fucking fumble. How do you like that? Oh, my God. How do you like that? We didn't even talk about Boom. that. That was so fucked up. Um I so like, like that's a great point about the Browns. They they subvert expectations at every turn. They never do what you think they're going to do. Thus, they're consistently disappointing. So I'm going to take the Browns money line at plus two eighty five. I think they just went out right. That's not a great number when I like a money line. You know, I kind of want that four to one. You know, you're almost a three to one there. That's the you biggest know, one you're going to find on the board this week, unless you're taking yeah. Baltimore. So uh, fuck. The team. Fade in Baltimore. What's well, that? I guess Carolina's plus five fifty. I was gonna say five eighty. Yeah, so if it's yeah, that's pretty big. Almost I six suppose. to one. Sorry. Yeah, you you. Well, if you're gonna do that, I would do this. If I were you, I'm not telling you how to wager your money. Okay. I would probably go Cleveland first half. Cleveland plus seven and a half, and then the money line. Do what I did with the Commanders. Just triple, triple oh, down. Just be, yeah, or just be a fucking puddle of mud. Like, ah, oh, I was stupid. I had three plays tied up in one game. I couldn't be right once. I yeah. bet against Buffalo and they the, put 42 yeah, on the Browns. Yeah, score like 21 in the first That's quarter. the problem with betting yeah. on a bad team. That is and, the problem. And are we, you know, Cleveland has three wins. Everybody Ish. thinks they were some sort of playoff team and they're waiting for. Well, I kind of I kind of see the rationale as well. Deshaun, take away. And I hate doing it. Take away all the sexual allegations. Uh, not allegations. He did it. Everyone like has established that he's done it. Uh, he's a monster, but he gets to play football. And when he plays football, he's good at football. How is he going to look after two seasons of essentially not playing? Who knows? But that was kind of the expectation that this roster was kind of ready-made. Insert a quarterback and things will be better. And I think they will. I don't think it will be this season. I think it will be next season if you get a healthy Deshaun and you can get rid of some of these distractions. I don't know how you do it because it's just so fucking horrible um, then yes the on product the on the field product should be better but for this season it really showed that they weren't as close as they probably thought they were I, I, let me ask you this and I don't know and you may know the, the offense that was ran against the Browns Miami last week it looked like we went and watched it with all the Browns fans and I knew it oh, yeah. I knew was, it'd be was that? collective was sadness was just like on tilt fucking no I think it was shit. an expectation you know even yeah, Kevin like, hey, we're gonna yeah get Kevin he's like team. yeah and he almost predicted the score he's like it's probably gonna be like 34-17 you kind of almost know when your team's gonna play weird but the thing I noticed about the game 
I thought the Browns threw too much, and Miami was so efficient at running. And they run a lot of that in Washington dead against Philly, and you didn't watch it a lot, that lateral motion. So there's something to be said, and I don't know if Buffalo runs that jet sweep look. If they do that, we'll give Cleveland trouble. And Miami, so specifically with those guys, how fast they are, it's fucked up when you start moving them around. Yeah, like, it, it created so much space running that Miami team and, just and Jeff Wilson was kind of like Jeff it. Wilson was kind of like the key. Turns out Chase Edmonds couldn't understand that offense at he all. He was running untouched, figuratively. Yeah, Jeff yeah, Wilson like, hey, like untouched. Hey, Mike, I know your system. Like I, I got this. I could run for six yards of carry like, without being touched. Without being touched. So once again, the Browns so weird. Buffalo doesn't run the ball well though, so that's not, my not, not point. a big concern. So there. I think it may be a setup. I, I'm very curious to see if Trap I'm game. spot on that, that it's a Cleveland crowd. It's gonna be funny. I think it will be. I think it will be. And then you're gonna get just some random Detroit folks just like hanging out. What a weird switch. I love it. I'm very excited for it. I know people wanted like the Snowmageddon game. Any of our guys in our league gonna drive up now that they know it's a four hour drive? Uh, I don't I don't know. I think one of the Chismarks was talking about maybe going, but I don't know and if you got a medical card in Ohio, you can go into any dispensary in, in Detroit and just that's, load the trunk up. That's pretty rad. Yeah, and just come back this way. Well, aren't there any issues if you have a loaded up trunk? Like when you say load well, the trunk up, you don't want to look like. I don't know how many, how much you can bring back, but intent to distribute it's an ounce or, some or so. Shit. You know, yeah. whatever. You could buy a lot of different product and be okay. And if you're a white guy, they're never gonna pull you over anyway. Well, there's that. Yeah, you're not getting pulled over. <laughs> there's that. Uh, and that's it. I think we've covered all the football games this week. I've got, I've got a slate. I was able to round it out. We're gonna go Washington at Houston under Philadelphia at Indianapolis under uh carolina at baltimore under jets at patriots under detroit plus three chicago plus three minnesota plus one and a half just realized they did an nfc north thing uh dallas at minnesota we also like the over there kc minus five san francisco minus five ended up taking the over uh for vegas and denver and then cleveland money line because i'm a degenerate yeah, and I might have to rethink this. Originally, I liked the under in the Bills-Browns game when I thought the line was more was closer to 10, mm-hmm. um, expecting the bad weather. So mm-hmm. now that it's moved, I might have to think that. But for me, I have four favorites, Green Bay, Patriots, KC, San Fran, three dogs, Lions, Minnesota, Pittsburgh, under the Baltimore-Carolina game, under Pats, Jets, over in the Raiders, Denver. And I think I added one more under under in the Indy game, 45 and a half. So I like that as well. There you go. So a pretty even mix. Again, last week it was pretty even, 7-7 seven, seven, over and under, even six seasons. favorites, eight dogs. Sure. Dogs still for the year are probably 58%. Unders are probably trending 58%, 60%. Probably so somewhere in there. there. Yeah. Um, so we should see some scoring this week. But, again, if you're going to lean, embrace the under. Don't balk at it. I know no. it's tough to bet. But once the you under's get into your friend. It, and once you get into it, you just look for the U. Yeah. yeah. Forget the O. Yeah. The, the, you sprinkle the O occasionally. But. Yeah. Hang on to those and again, unders. We do not suggest teases or parlays. Don't suggest them, but, you know. You're going to do one. Do one. Maybe stick to the totals. Maybe that's the play. Yeah, maybe 14 it's too, totals. Maybe it's too hard against the spread parlays. Maybe the numbers. The totals. The numbers speak to you and let them roll. Yeah, Especially yeah. If, if you build your parlay with three unders, since we embrace the unders. Yeah. And hit the right over. Yeah, and if like you hit the, the right, right over. over. Yeah. That's so, yeah, point. I'm going to go turn the TV on and let's, yeah, let's, let's see go what watch this game. Derek Henry can do and see what uh, the new receiver can do for uh, Green Bay and Aaron. Who's the new receiver? Okay, they got three touchdowns last week. Oh, well, he's been there. Wow. Chris, Christian Watson. Yeah, well, the he looks brand new to me. Yeah, well, it's because it's the first got, time he's done yeah, shit Yeah, he looks like he got his baby dust yeah, off yeah, last yeah. week. He's like, I'm here. Baby dust? Yeah, I just made that up. Bye, everyone. See ya.